0: some really good audio of a guy vomiting later why would any radio show want to play that what i was not consulted it's tied into a news story though so there's a there's at least some uh, cover for why we would play it (laughs) yeah sure
1: (laughs) (laughs) hey your mic's open sean oh Oh, my bad uh plus jack everybody knows everybody's a little tense things feel a little negative lots of doom scrolling and tough news We'll have the top things Americans do to cheer themselves up. Doom scroll. (laughs) Drink. (laughs) Drink to insensibility. Drink while I scroll through Twitter. And people pop positive top. mm, Take two top positivity goals during COVID nineteen. Fantastic. So if you're feeling a tad beleaguered, we'll have some ideas for you.
0: Uh, I don't know that I've been very positive lately. I might have to listen closely to that. Bit of a struggle. So what am I about to hear here? Can somebody tell me what this is? I want to make sure we set it up properly. So this
2: is a a, uh, restaurant owner who is uh, attempting to stay open and maintain his business, uh, thinking that uh, maybe a name change to um, a restaurant that seems to ignore most of the shutdown orders, uh, particularly for local governments. Here he is talking in, uh, in this first clip.
3: Well, it's it's mostly about keeping my employees employed during this tough time of the year. There's no there's no other aid for them, so we want them to be able to earn a living and get through Christmas. And I also feel like it's somewhat unfair. I mean, protocols set out by the department, the county board of health, ten pages, what to do. This was about issued about six months ago. Recently, they sent out another one, an update with all kinds of rules and regulations. We followed them. We have been really good about. How our employees are taking care of personal hygiene, testing their, taking their temperature every day, making sure they're healthy, keeping social distancing, all that stuff. And they keep moving the the goal line further and further back until they just close us.
2: He almost let one fly there. Did you guys catch that? They keep moving the goal line.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, Joe's Eats in Redondo Beach, temporarily renaming as the uh, French Laundry Patio. And I believe, yeah, here he is on talking about uh, the name change.
3: We've seen a lot of support here. Let's take a look at that sign. That's the French Laundry. A little dig dig there. Governor Gavin Newsom. Absolutely. I was totally hypocritical. I mean, him going out and having dinner at an expensive restaurant in Napa just set me on edge. And so I decided to put that up because I figure if it's good enough for Gavin Newsom, it's good enough for all of my clients.
0: So 10 pages pages of regulations. Here's what you have to do, which were probably over the top from what, you know, you need anyway, but he they met them, and so many restaurants have all across the country, and almost
2: yeah. assuredly an out-of-pocket expense oh, for yeah. the small business. Very
0: expensive. Yeah. Well, We heard from one uh, brewery; it spent a hundred grand uh, complying in a bunch of different ways with uh, special air filtration units and glass partitions, and all this. And then they changed the rules again, and he can't be open. It's just it's the greatest theft of freedom outside of slavery in our nation's history.
1: And as you've pointed out repeatedly, it's done without. Any real expression of look. I know this is really bad, right. really tough on you. No, it's done. It's done Marie Antoinette Let them eat regulations. Let them serve regulations.
0: <laughs> and they were, and when they're asked, do you have data to back up this decision? Well, no, not really. But we uh, just
1: think probably.
0: I think it's probably
1: a good idea. Yeah, so we're going to ruin your ability to make your living. And then, by the way, any aid package is going to be hung up in Washington, D.C. over partisan squabbling. So uh, just take it. Just suck it, subjects. Subjects of the crown. Hey, so, you guys- see, See, I need top things Americans do to cheer themselves up.
0: <laughs> Stay tuned for that. Yes, Michael. Do you think uh, glass partitions are here to stay even after this thing's done? I wonder. Why not have them there? You've paid to put them in. Is there any reason I don't want a partition between me and the table next you? I day? like
1: it. It's kind of a noise break.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Well, and, and please, can I have a curtain up there so I don't have to look at a bunch of weirdos eating? <laughs> I don't want to see anybody eating. <laughs> Look at a bunch of weirdos. I mean, unless it's like one of those, uh, what was the the burger chain that had Paris Hilton hungrily, juicily eating a burger. A Jr. Bikini. Yeah, that's the only person eating I want to see. Oh, and geez. I don't even want to see that much.
0: Um. So we might as well get this out of the way. So this is an Australian politician. Why was he holding a dead fish?
2: Uh, He was in front of a a river talking about uh, pollution and uh, some environmental uh, policy solutions that he is advocating for. So he's
0: trying to make a point, a really good point. Here I am. It's so polluted. There's a dead fish here. He actually reaches into the river and pulls out a dead fish.
2: And that is where we join our hero. Okay. This
3: is what you get when you leave the National Party in charge of water, dead fish, a massive stink. Oh, Sorry, I'm going to stop. (laughs) And effectively, it runs into the billions of fish. (laughs) At the moment, numbers are saying hundreds of thousands to millions. I feel sorry for Jeremy, I tell you. Poor bastard. (laughs) I hope he (laughs) survives. (laughs)
1: <laughs> wait a minute i couldn't tell what was happening there said to no one that was some of the best puking audio in the history of radio this is
3: what you get when you leave the national party in charge of water dead fish a massive stink oh, sorry i'm gonna stop <laughs> and effectively it runs into the billions of fish at the moment <laughs> the numbers are saying hundreds of thousands to millions
0: now why is okay. the round two why, nope. <laughs> why is the natural reaction of four grown ups here to laugh at that?
1: Well, I laughed at first, then I started to feel a little queasy because everybody knows vomiting is, <laughs> vomiting spreads. It's like yawns that are contagious.
2: Hey, the, the game ball goes to his teammate who immediately jumps in, <laughs> picks up the narrative, and you see, this is why I can get it. Like, he he's just doesn't really miss a beat. Apparently, <laughs> my colleague is, is vomiting.
3: This is what you get when you leave the National Party in charge of water, dead fish, a massive stink. Oh, sorry, I'm going to stop. (laughs) And effectively it runs into the billions of people. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Steps
1: right up. He continues the sentence.
0: Immediately. I mean, that's
1: good. That's a friend. No
0: no change in inflection or anything. (laughs) What Jeremy is trying to say is... uh,
2: and then they start breaking his balls at the end of it, too. Oh, you're going to be all right there. <laughs>
0: While Jeremy unswallows, may I add on to the point? We, oh. we used to have a long list of euphemism, euphemisms for vomiting. That that's was right. pretty funny.
1: Well, that's when our, uh, That was back in our young, more childish days, <laughs> if you can imagine that. Yeah, this is the mature version. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, that's some story there. Jack, would you like to hear top things Americans do to cheer themselves up in 2020?
0: When we come back, yes, because you know it'd cheer me up. Taking a break so I can go to the bathroom.
1: R- do you need up, Chuck? No, okay. no. I
0: just have had a lot of coffee. And oh, a lot okay. of water dead fish over there, <laughs> holding the dead fish. This is
1: what happens when you leave the national party in charge of the water. <laughs> really sick to my stomach, and I I threw up yesterday. Well nobody can doubt his sincerity though. No, no, no. It's not like American politics where freaking Chuck Schumer is feigning outrage over something. That dude was sickened. <laughs> <laughs> no arguing that. Armstrong and Getty. armstrong and getty show
0: data now coming in on the presidential election uh who voted why some of that data is pretty interesting we can bring that to you coming up
1: oh yeah speaking of data there's a new government model to the extent that you you know believe that sort of thing um because they've been fairly inaccurate on the covid thing previously but they think uh, as many as 100 million people in America have already had it. And that's that's the government. But that sets on its head, I mean, the idea that All right. we need the vaccine. If a third of the population is, well, we do need the vaccine. But anyway, we'll get to that before too long. But if the news stories of the day are making you vomit like an Aussie politician, something a little more cheerful. Hey,
0: somebody on the text line pointed out that he actually seemed to have an accent when he threw up. He's vomited with no, an Australian no, accent. No. This is
3: what you get when you leave the National Party in charge of water, dead fish, a massive stink. Oh sorry, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> and effectively it runs into the billions of fish. At the moment, numbers are saying hundreds of thousands. That of was millions. just a
1: pretext to play so sorry, that disgusting only, clip you. again.
3: Poor, poor bastard. <laughs> I think he survives. <laughs> poor bastard.
1: No, don't play that clip anymore. <laughs> I won't have it. These are the top things Americans do to cheer themselves up in twenty twenty, Jack. Do we even have to set this up and explain that virtually everybody's kind of tense and and, and just anxious? I have the uh I the
0: thing I notice the most is the lack of things to look forward to. The the sameness of every day. Yes. I find uh tiresome.
1: Yeah, you didn't recognize its value till it was gone, the occasionally bopping out for dinner or a show or a ball game or, or just just running into friends and standing around and shooting a bowl or grabbing a drink. They got a hundred examples. But uh, the top positivity goals people have had, Jack, is, uh, number one, try to make someone smile once a day. Forty-three percent of people said they do that. Don't Donate money to local charities. They say charitable giving has actually gone up this year. As far as they can tell at this point,
0: I'm looking through the window here at our, our uh, studio out into the newsroom. And one of the news people has got the little cup with a ball and a string and they're flipping the ball up in the air and catching it in the cup. Oh, yeah,
1: Oh, yeah. And they look pretty happy about it. Good times. So that's, I convinced- a, that's,
0: so that's a way to cheer yourself up right there. The old ball
2: on the their cup.
1: smartphone break? What happened? <laughs> I convinced my kids once that I had competed in the Olympics in that event. <laughs> they're they're rather small, and I quickly corrected the record. But uh, So uh, your top things Americans do to cheer themselves up in 2020. Uh, Jack, number one. We're, we're not going to count up to number one. I, I think it'd be weird. Number one is watching their favorite movie. Mm. You know, something Netflix-y, I guess. Uh, eating their favorite snack. That is the COVID-15 yeah. right there.
0: The COVID-15. They're talking the COVID-15 back in uh, May. What is it now? Oof.
1: The COVID-50. Is, is it COVID-15 like every six months?
0: Well, you talk about a change. Where, where? What's the average person's weight situation coming out of this? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know if but, people are getting more disciplined because they're eating out less. Eating out less has got to be good for you. Um, yeah. But uh...
1: speaking for ourselves around here, uh, Jude and I, we uh we we both gained some weight, then we both realized it and both now are working pretty hard to lose it. And I'll bet a lot of people are feeling a similar rhythm. Uh you know, stress eating is is a thing. Uh next, going for a walk, forty three percent. Calling a friend, forty percent. Cuddling their pet, thirty eight percent. I guess remixed- people are home more.
2: I've remixed in the walk thing. Uh, I I did a lot more when I lived kind of in a more walkable neighborhood with uh, parks around and stuff. But uh, I really missed getting into that habit. And within the last month, I've just randomly just kind of walked around my my current block just to, Hmm. you know, stretch my eyes out a little bit beyond the confines of my apartment. It's something to do.
1: Uh, Taking a nap is things Americans do to cheer themselves up. No, that's Depression. (laughs) <laughs> Taking a nap. Laying in bed all day with the covers pulled over your head is not doing something to cheer yourself up. It's giving up. I'm, uh, I'm unhappy. I think I'll go to sleep. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's when I wake up, it'll be better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 37% mentioned hugging a loved one. 31% said baking cookies. Mm. Oh, so good yet so bad. Delaney was threatening to bake cookies. She's home now because she might as well be um and uh, i hope slash, i hope she does slash hope she doesn't singing in the shower 25% of americans do that to cheer themselves up jack this list is getting stupider and stupider <laughs> <laughs> like these lists usually do i think we're about down to ball and cup oh well, hang on now there's one more first 19% mention having a solo dance party what, what? dancing what come on everybody
0: is that? One in five people said that? I don't believe that. I don't believe one in five people said I have a solo dance party. Unless that's what they call it. It's
1: almost as, as they if you're suggesting. Euphemism? Yeah, when that... they're punching the clown. <laughs> easy, easy, easy. It's almost as if you're suggesting that this is a stupid and phony poll. <laughs> <laughs> and, and frankly, I'm a little bit hurt. Okay, how about this? Goals for 2021. This I thought was pretty good. Uh, counting up from 32%, volunteer more in their community.
0: Yep, that's a good one.
1: Number 30, uh, 34%, donate more money to charity. Again, they are seeing that. Number 48%, i am sorry, 48% are saying, I'm going to take better care of my mental health. Well, hmm. when your mental health is worse, <laughs> that is an incentive to take get better care of it. Half of people said, try not to focus on the negative things in life so much. That's the doom scrolling. Yeah. That's the cable news. Yeah. That's a lot of talk radio. And the number one answer, uh, 52%, is practically the same thing. Just try to have a more positive outlook on life, more gratitude, that sort of thing. Uh,
0: Trying to have, uh, trying to focus on good things rather than bad things is a real thing. I mean, that does, that makes all the difference in the world. And um, sometimes when you're not in that mood, somebody telling you that is very annoying, even though it is true.
1: Yes, yes. So this is either a good thing or a bad thing, and I've got to noodle through which. People that automatically do that are annoying. <laughs> <laughs> They're a bad thing.
0: <laughs> it, 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 I wish I was one of those people that their automatic reflexive thing was to look at the positive. Mm-hmm. And that's not my automatic reflexive thing. I have to do. I have to do the second thing. I have yeah. to do the wrong thing instantly, and then do the. The second thing, okay, I'm
1: not going to think about that. I'm going to think about this. I don't want to get into this too deeply, but I wonder if it's adaptive to focus on the negative stuff. I mean, because if there are always berries in that tree and always fat, slow antelope in that valley, I don't need to think about that much as a caveman. But I need to concentrate on the uh, the cavemen coming over the ridge with their spears in their hands or the saber-toothed tiger or whatever. I got to focus on the negative to stay alive. But we live a hell of a lot longer now, and our lives are a lot more complicated. So I wonder if, you know, we have to overcome the inner caveman. Man,
0: when we discovered that valley with the fat, slow antelope, <laughs> that was oh, a good day. Let's just set up some tents right
1: here. Oh, and they're, they're stupid. <laughs> These I things aren't going anywhere. I can't even eat any more antelope. <laughs> oh, oh, my please, God. honey, get no that, more. Get that away from me. I got to push myself back from the <laughs> rock. I've had enough. <laughs> Uh, So I don't know if this is good news or bad news. The actual number of coronavirus infections in the U.S. reached nearly 53 million at the end of September and could be approaching 100 million now, according to a model developed by government researchers at the CDC. So they think they've missed that we've only
0: counted one out of eight.
1: Correct. Which is amazing. They think it could be eight times higher than what what everybody's talking about.
0: How many of us right now have had it and don't know it? I don't know. Especially now that we know, and you mentioned this yesterday, but there's there's plenty of evidence out there. I mean, solid evidence. This was in the United States in December, um, mid-December, right? 100%. Coronavirus. I yeah. mean, they've got they've got the studies to show it. Looking at blood that was donated during those times, so it was all over the country a full month before the very first case that made the news.
1: Yeah, scientists are using studies looking for people who have antibodies in their blood to the coronavirus, obviously, uh, an indication they are infected at some time. And some of these antibody studies have suggested that only about one in 10 coronavirus infections is reported. Hmm. One in eight, one in 10. crazy!
0: I I still would like to know, like, if my whole family had it back in January when everybody but me was sick,
1: like real sick good buddy of mine uh, in, well into his 40s had it and never would have had any idea except a co-worker had it and he got tested so oh, really hell yeah it's possible interesting armstrong and getty
3: show. South Korea just passed a so-called BTS law, which delays the country's required military service for the oldest members of the group. I mean, that's a no-brainer for me. It's an absolute no-brainer. When you've got hair that beautiful, you don't cover it with a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> They're delaying military service for members of BTS, although, I must say, can you imagine BTS with even more discipline and training.
0: (laughs) So in the United States, Elvis, at the height of his career, had to go in the Army.
1: Yeah. His number was up. Those soft little Korean boys, they're they're discredit to Korea (laughs) or (laughs) Or something. something.
0: (laughs) Korea, one of the many countries in that part of the world that we've got various treaties with where we will help defend you if you're ever attacked. I don't think anybody thinks Korea is going to be attacked, but... Um, Taiwan or uh, Taiwan certainly could be.
1: Yeah, Fathead might you know get a little uh, froggy there uh, at the, oh, no, the that's DMC, yeah obviously. But I, my, mind not was, a major thing. my mind was on
0: China as I was trying to make a clever transition to this report about China that came out yesterday, and there's some concerning stuff in there. None of it surprising, but all very concerning as we continue to go the direction of this century is all is going to be all about China's rise and how that factors in with their intention to dominate the globe uh, while we currently dominate the globe. The increasing capacity, this is from the government report that came out yesterday, the increasing capacity now presents a serious threat to U.S. allies in East and Southeast Asia with whom the United States has defense treaties or is required to defend as a result of other security obligations. Uh, China now has the ability to wage war from home, which they didn't have even a few years ago, and they think that within a few years they'll be able to, you know, a launch a military force anywhere in the world in the way that the United States currently can.
1: Fight we, a fight a battle from home, meaning missiles and that sort of thing, or sending the navy forth. or I'm not yeah, sure what that means.
0: Yeah, yeah, they they can decide from China we're going to attack anywhere in the world and then do that very quickly in the way yeah. that nobody else can do that really, but us. You, 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 I'm so used to it. We're all so used to it. You don't know, think of it that way. But other countries can't do that. Sure. Other countries can't decide we're going to fight a war in Iraq this weekend and do it. Mm-hmm. We can. And China is about to be able to. The other part that I wanted to hit you with, it's very long, but there's one more part that I thought was uh, pretty uh, strong. Oh, here it is. The ruling Communist Party... The ruling Communist Party's adversarial approach toward the United States reached new levels of intensity this year. As, quoting it now, as China's leaders have grown increasingly aggressive and antagonistic, Beijing no longer even is pretending to abide by international laws and norms. Wow. Yep. Including trade regulations. they, they, They say now... Uh, You know, when they build an island and put, you know, military equipment on it and say, now this this is our part of the sea or whatever they do. Yeah. What are you going to do about it?
1: Yeah. There's a lot of attention being paid to the incoming Biden folks, uh, departments of redistributing your income Uh, less to the foreign policy team. And I just wonder, he's famously been very soft on China in years past, and, and his boy made a hell of a lot of money over there. It could be that he, along with the rest of the world, has waking up to the Chinese threat and is going to stand up to him. I certainly hope so.
0: Yeah, that Ian Bremmer seems to think that the policy on China, despite all the talk, is going to be the same under Biden as it was under Trump. Hmm, I hope he's right. Um, You know, what you said is true, but... Biden and everybody else was soft on China for the last 40 years.
1: Absolutely true. Yeah, but it reminds me very much of what we've been saying about uh, the Antifa situation, for instance. You can't passive your way out of this. You cannot appease your way to peace and prosperity anymore with China. I don't
0: think we're going to do that. I do think we're going to, We oh, unfortunately, we're going to go with a just, we ought to do something. <laughs> but I don't know what it's going to be.
1: Yeah. Well, and the next thing you know, they're the most dominant power on the globe. Right. Right. Well, I'm afraid we're moving toward one of those situations like in life when, Mm -hmm. you know, some guy is like really abusing your wife and you're thinking there's there's no way this ends well, that there's going to be violence or ugliness of some sort. And, you know, there's probably no non ugly path going forward. But. Uh, oh, one more thought about China, and I was noodling this through yesterday. We were talking about how Coca-Cola and Apple and Nike and Adidas and all sorts of corporations are lobbying the federal government to soften our anti-slave labor in China laws because Congress passed practically unanimously a really strict regulation to make it harder to for American companies to exploit the, uh, the Muslim slave laborers and other slaves in China because they have millions of slaves right now. But I was thinking about this, and I was Apple was talking about, look, we're not soft on slave labor, but this would completely ruin our supply chain. And I thought, you know what, that's true, and it might take a decade to sort it out again. And it reminds me of the American South in the early 19th century. There were a fair number of people, including several of the founding fathers, who said, look, it's evil. We know it's evil. We want to end it, but it will collapse the entire economic system. How do we get ourselves out of this box we put ourselves in? And that's what the big giant American uh, corporations, that's their challenge. And it's easy to say, well, they, they built the box themselves, so screw them. But, you know, that's many, many, many millions of jobs, so it's... You know, it's easy to preach, but harder to untangle. Once you once you start dancing with the devil, things get a little complicated. You got to lower your ideals of freedom if you want to suck on the warm teat of China. It's another way to put it.
0: So they're giving out shots starting in two days in Great Britain. Vaccine.
1: Hmm.
0: So for us, it's going to be a couple of weeks. I don't like the Brits beating us to it.
1: You got to start with the queen, right? She's an old broad, and uh, plus she's the queen. <laughs> <laughs> That's my reasoning. She's
0: an old broad. Right. Plus, she's the queen. Correct. Um, Huh. They have a different way of looking at things than we do. Does she get it first? She's probably already gotten it, right? Uh, I have no idea. If it's available at all, they've given it to the queen. Yeah,
1: probably so. And her corgis. If she wanted it. Uh, maybe she's so sick and tired of being the queen because it's stupid.
0: She hopes she dies? Right, Nobody's exactly. that sick of anything, yeah. are they?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: I think she and all her corgis have been vaccinated.
1: Thank God. The Empire stands.
0: Are you watching the The Crown? That gets mm-hmm. a lot of attention. Not
1: yet. Looks a little soap opera-y to me. It's uh-huh. it's it's like torn
2: from real life, right? But it's, it's, it's the- very fancy, but it is a, a it is not true, like uh, uh, detail to detail. It has real life characters in it, but they're not accurate portrayals yeah okay but
0: it's getting a lot of mind share i don't, mm-hmm. I don't know how many people are actually watching but it, it, i keep hearing about it like it's, it's, it's the hot show right now
2: it's very fancy it's often a darling at awards season uh olivia coleman's one of the better actresses in it. it it's it's a very fine show i don't have it particularly on my list of high favorites but i recognize it as a very good good quality show
1: well as i am repulsed by the idea of monarchy period and by the fascination Americans have for British royalty. It's tough it's tough for me to imagine getting past those two hurdles.
0: You were into that Umbrella show for a while, weren't you?
1: Umbrella Academy, yeah, terrific.
0: Uh-huh, and the star of that, who I only know from Juno, because I saw her in that, announced yesterday she's a dude. What? Yeah. Ah,
1: yeah. she was so good at being a girl.
0: Well, she's uh, she's probably still going to be good at being a girl. I don't think anything has changed, but she announced she is a dude now. Hmm. Um. We got a fair amount of it. I'll attention. be danged, and she gave a big speech about it and everything like that. Uh, and uh, are you still into the chess show?
1: Uh, we have watched all of the episodes. They only had seven. Mm. They only made seven. So, but yeah,
0: yeah. that, that—that's a good one. It's I, great. It's yeah.
1: The, it's the best sports movie in I don't know ten years
2: maybe. Like, chess it, it, is a sport. It, the the movie uses sports movie tropes very well, and yeah, I, I have no problem classifying it as a sports movie. It's the Queen's <laughs> Gambit,
1: but it's not the Queen of England who we we're just discussing. It's the chess piece. What how is, how what much is you, the name of the show? The, the Queen's Gambit. Gambit.
0: How much Sorry, of it? How me. much of it is uh is 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 chess related?
2: Um, well, quite a bit. They play a lot of chess in it, but it's it's presented in a way that you don't have to know chess to enjoy it at all.
0: But will I? But will I learn it? Do I learn anything about chess watching this, Joe?
1: <sighs> You'd have to know something about it. going Do you going have in? to like chess to watch it? No, oh no, no, no. no. absolutely okay. not. That was no, my, it's about, my question. it's about the human spirit. You know, it's a it's about overcoming adversity and finding courage and addiction and and love and hate. Okay, okay. And okay. Ethos and pathos, war. So chess peace. is just a background. Animals, for the, vegetables.
0: <laughs> it's not about chess. It's just the 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 setting for though all those things.
1: I can I get he, it now. The one thing uh, you have to know a little bit about chess, and I know strict very little is you become aware of how deep the the game goes the theory the science mm. the the chess masters of the past how they are revered and studied you know, I just, and I had no idea it was so developed. It's I
0: I've, I've been I I really like chess and I've been into it since I was a little kid and I've played a lot of chess in my life. But I you know I've I've read some books but I've never done a deep dive. I signed up for chess.com the other day because I was reading an article about this show and it said if you're into chess you know playing online chess is one of the great things that's happened blah 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 and it recommended chess.com and I went to chess.com and I signed up and man it's there there's so many lessons and tutorials and stuff like that that you can take on there of all these different levels and so it's fascinating if you're into it
1: yeah, and I had no idea that so many strategies are well-recognized. You know, oh, okay, he's starting with yeah. Queen's Gambit. I'll respond with this strategy. Oh, that's the Gaspacho open. I need to counter with, you know, whatever. <laughs> I love a good Gaspacho well, open.
0: I went far enough with chess to learn a couple of opens mm-hmm. that if I play people who don't know much about chess, I will win in, like, four moves yeah. every time. Mm. And, uh, and I've done that to a lot of people, and it's a very good feeling.
1: But yeah, well, it's, so's overturning the table and punching you. <laughs> hey, take that. Boom. But there's a bit Checkmate. of Checkmate. <laughs> you think you're better than me?
0: But there's a bit of a if I don't beat you in those 3 moves, then we're just equal. <laughs> 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 because that's the only thing I know.
1: Right, you're a wrestler who knows
0: one move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He has,
2: he has weathered my best. <laughs> Uh-oh.
0: <laughs> and usually it's just an accident if they found if they counter it, but
1: so, do we have time to squeeze in that uh, what people voted about, what they I really suppose. cared about stuff? I was
0: killing time because I got bored with the idea myself.
1: Really? Um, I found it interesting, but uh, whatever. What U.S. voters had
0: on their mind when they went to the polls about a month ago? Now, now we've got actual data as opposed to the BS uh, exit polling that came out. Um, the most important issue facing facing the nation was by far not surprising: the coronavirus. Black pand- Lives Matter. No, it wasn't. That was at only 7%. Mm.
1: Um
0: law enforcement was only 4% for all your marches in the streets and defund this and all that sort of stuff.
1: Wow. Four.
0: Climate change was only four percent for for the fact that it's in every damn debate and gets talked about constantly, and you have to have a big platform on it. Um f- immigration only three percent, abortion only three percent. Foreign policy, one percent. People just do not care about foreign policy. That's when you know you live in a uh, or a perceived to be very safe country. But you other just than think, no, you
1: just think whatever happens in the world, whatever doesn't have an effect on me. But you just described, you know, like two thirds of cable news, and, yep. and you still haven't cobbled together twenty percent.
0: No, healthcare made nine percent, uh, but coronavirus was forty-one. Economy was twenty-eight. Trump was in pretty good shape on the economy and the jobs. I don't know how he fared in the coronavirus pandemic overall with voters, but, um, you know, the perception in the mainstream media that they were putting out was not good.
1: Well, I thought, yeah, and uh, I was going to say the data was pretty solid that Trump was not getting high marks on that, but a lot of that was shaped by the mainstream Well, media, yeah, it was shaped by out.
0: the media. I don't I don't know what, I hear people say that all the time, as if it's just a given that Trump failed on this. I look at countries around the world that also were doing poorly, and mm-hmm. I just, I don't know what, what who who had the magic answer in the beginning
1: that was going to be obviously the right thing to do. Right. You're going to blame Trump for Sweden and Spain? Okay. All yeah, right.
0: Um, you know, mocking Biden wearing a mask, I suppose.
1: Yeah, but come on. Did that have an effect on
0: anybody? Or how many people wore masks or didn't wear masks? I don't know. I have no idea. Um, but as you pointed out earlier, you take the coronavirus out of there, that's 41% that gets thrown to some of those other issues. I don't know which ones would have risen up.
1: Yeah, well, something tells me the ratios would have stayed pretty similar.
0: Healthcare, foreign policy should be way higher than 1%. Obviously, health care should be higher than nine percent. Mm-hmm. You're worried about the, the coronavirus pandemic, but it's not focused primarily on health care.
1: Right. Well, and if jobs in the economy are going well, the rest of those problems are much, much easier to solve. So that's always my number one. Uh-huh. You're worried about health care. Let's have a roaring economy. There'll be plenty of money.
0: But to me, to, to, to me, clearly law enforcement, racism being four percent and seven percent means that way too much attention was paid to that. Yep. Uh, which is not surprising. More on the way. Our text line is four one five two nine five KFTC.
1: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: I don't know the pecking order of um, um, uh, the hierarchy of, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, intersectionality. You know, who gets to be on top and, you know, you're trying to figure out...
1: Who's more a victimier than thou? Yeah, so
0: you got this uh, actress, Ellen Page, uh, as I knew her when she was in the movie Juno, which I love that movie and she was fantastic in it. Did she win an Oscar for that? Uh, nominated, but nominated. didn't win. Yeah, yeah she, gosh, she was so good in that. Well, she's a he now. She announced yesterday that her name is Elliot Page... She was always a he. Um, her name is Elliot Page. Her prono- pronouns are he, they. But anyway, we got this text. So Ellen Page, who was a lesbian, is now Elliot Page and and with a girl, which means she's straight. So she's a straight white male. Yes. Which is the worst thing you can be Ooh. on the whole. Like you're at the very bottom of the intersectionality chart as a straight white male. So I don't know how that... Uh, I don't know how that works.
1: Yeah, wow, she's taking a step back in other although she's trans. So, I think she's back on top. Mm. I again, I've got to find my chart. Does oh, that she, reminds me. She t-
0: plays a woman, he, um, he plays a woman on uh, this movie that you're watching though?
1: Yes. The Umbrella well, it's, Academy or the, whatever it's It's a series, yeah, a limited okay. series, as they say. Uh, that reminds me of a, a headline I retweeted yesterday. Straight black men are the white people of black people. Yeah,
0: I saw that. That was actually, serious. They yeah, were not joking. Yeah. No, I actually, I read that.
1: Yeah. Hmm. So, oh, I, I have Elliot's statement. It's fascinating. It's, it's well worth sharing. Say, yeah, we'll do it tomorrow. Say that thing again. It's straight. Straight black men are the white people of black people. Huh.
0: Still got to noodle that through for a while.
1: Well, and the caption is, this is your brain on uh, critical race theory.
3: You know you want a happy ending. I'm Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty's final
1: The happy ending. Let's uh, get your host now. Joe Getty. Hey, how about a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day? Let's lead off with Michelangelo in the control room pressing the buttons. Michael? Yes, on YouTube, Google, uh,
0: or just type in Family Guy puke scene oh boy. and you will bring up a uh, very gross but very funny classic Family Guy scene. It is pretty funny. I and have pretty gross. laughed
1: until I quite literally cried watching that scene. Positive Sean, our producer, has a final thought. Sean? Yeah,
2: Positive Sean portfolio update. One of my companies bought another one of my companies and I don't have two commas in my banking count yet this game is rigged I don't understand what's going on yeah what
1: happens then I don't know Jack you're the co-host by golly what's your final thought
0: I don't know it's going I've had so many thoughts I had several serious ones and I thought I'd abandon that I don't know I got nothing
1: my uh, my final thought is actually a note from Emily we were talking about people with 12 kids yesterday I can't remember exactly how it, it came up but she wrote us a note Guys, I loved growing up in a family of 12 kids. My parents Mm. were great people. Um, She talks about some of her siblings who passed far too soon, but sent along a picture of the family. And it looks more like a town than a family, uh, but it's a beautiful picture, and you see the love on everybody's faces. My son's best friend,
0: his mom, is one of nine. And I see uh, regularly just, I mean, they're... First of all, from a practical matter, the number of, like, babysitters and, and you know, uh, built-in friends that everybody Longmowers. has. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the Thanksgivings and Christmases and the holidays and everything yeah. like that are just spectacular. You know, it, it's yeah. in it, many awesome qualities to the big family.
1: I think we were wrong to quit at three. I'm going to go see what Judy's doing as soon as I get home.
0: <laughs> Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Wielding
1: a gun is what she'll be doing.
0: So many people to I thank, think so we little time. Have
1: six more kids. <laughs> <laughs> go to ArmstrongandGetty.com. Oh, you got to buy yourself a mask or a t shirt or a hoodie for your loved one Buy now so you get it in time for Christmas. Oh, boy. Um,
0: go to ArmstrongandGetty.com, and there is still time to pull that off, but you got to do it fast. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America.
3: Sorry, I'm going to (laughs) stop. And effectively, it runs into the billions of fish. At the moment...
1: Armstrong and Getty.